1: Look at the players that they have, okay? Look at the guys that they they have on defense. So I'm excited about this opportunity. I've known Coach Ron now since 1999, so relationships mean something. I've known Coach Mayhew for a number of years, and that means something. I've known Mr. Stokes for a number of years. And so I have no doubt about what they're building here. Obviously, they went to the playoffs uh, in the previous year, so they were basically real close this year of going. So I'm never, I have never, ever backed down from a challenge. So I'm embracing this challenge. I'm fired up. I'm excited. I'm excited when it's time to start talking ball with these guys, to start getting to work. But when it's all said and done with, why not Washington?
2: That is Eric Bieniemy, your new offensive coordinator. We're Grant and Danny this is the fan. So I'm going to reshape the question because I think Going into the break, I may have said, what's a bigger deal? And it pretty much goes without saying, the ownership change. If there is one, a sale is a bigger deal. I think the better way to ask it is just what are you more excited about? And from a consumer standpoint, Mm -hmm. there's only so many stories you can read, segments you can listen to, only so many things you can click on. Are you consuming this moment today? What are you more interested in? The B enemy breakdowns, the stories about what he's going to be in Washington, or the Bezos and ownership stuff. If You, you get to a fork in the road. You got one click. You drive left, you get all your B enemy content. You drive right, you get all your Dan Snyder might sell, what's going on with Jeff Bezos storylines. Where are you driving? 800-636-1067. You know me.
1: I, I mean, I've been this way since the first time there was a, the slightest chick in the armor for Snyder. It's that. This is This is the next 30 years of fandom. This is going to determine if I ever take my kid to a game or not. This is not a, a, a season or a week or a month or an offense or a, a little tiny blip in the history. That is my fandom of this organization and this team. I'm, I'm excited about Eric Pianemi. You could tell. I'm in a great mood about it. I think it's awesome. It's a coup. He's probably here for a year. I'm going to be here for decades, God willing. And I want my kids to care. I'm not bringing them to a team, to a game by a team owned by Dan Snyder at a terrible stadium. We get something new in here. There's a different a different uh, specter of things. We could have that conversation. That, to me, is the story. You go from having no chance
2: to a chance like this. That's the bigger story. Yeah, so we come at it as from different angles based mm-hmm. on, I think, just kind of how we interact with the organization at this point, whereas you are, I wouldn't say checked out. You watch all the games of course, and you're yeah. a fan, but you're, you're checked out as a consumer. You mm-hmm. won't go. You don't spend money, whatever. My kids are, my boy is two. My girl is three going on four. They've both been to FedEx Field multiple times, including once to a game when they wanted to see Major Tutty the mask get, guy. get revealed at halftime, right? Uh, they'll be at more games. You know, I, I don't want to sit in the crowd with them, so it ends up that, you know, unless I can get a sweet ticket or find someone who, who's got a cool place to sit, they're probably not coming with my wife, who's a season ticket holder. Uh, I'm in the press box. But... That's just because it's not really a family atmosphere. There's too many drunk people screaming Mm -hmm. and doing terrible things, and we suffer fools way too much in this society. Uh, That's another soapbox for another time. So I can't really just have them come to a game and just sit in the 400s at this point uh, at at three years old, nor should I. I mean, it's no one else's problem that that they can't come to the game yet. Mm -hmm. I say all that to say, though, I go to every game. So nothing's at stake for me if Dan Snyder sells or doesn't in terms of like actual changes starting next year, as an example. Will I see points? That's at stake. Will I see first downs and yards (laughs) and exciting football and an offense that can actually move the chain? So for me, I guess right now this moment, I am more in on the B enemy thing. I also think here's the difference. You've had a sea change in how you think all of this is going to go now in the last 48 hours. Yeah. This has been a revelation and a big deal. Again, I kind of feel the same way I've been feeling. Like this is just another... Log on the fire. Now it's the biggest log that's been thrown on, and the fire mm-hmm. is blazing in a way that it hasn't previously. I'm excited. I think the, the ball moved closer to the goal line yesterday, for sure. But the is the thing I didn't see coming, right? The is the thing where a month ago I would have said, Eric Bietam's not coming here. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he's, I did say that. He's going to leave yeah. the Chiefs to go to the Commanders? No way. So I guess if I could drive today to, to get all of my content and read all of my stuff, I would go down uh, Bienemy Lane not Bezos way. Let's go to Edward in Arlington. How are you?
1: Doing well. How are you gentlemen doing today? Good, dude. Good. Look, I think the sale of the team is a wrong conclusion. And that's in the, and for that reason, I'm more excited about the enemy. Look, this is a, a tremendous opportunity that the, that the commanders capitalized on. Look at who they're getting. How rare is it that an offensive coordinator from a Super Bowl winning team all right, yeah, phone's breaking up. Phone's yeah, got out. Th- this this was my biggest reason for excitement for Beanie. This should not be happening. He should not be available to have this role for this organization. What should happen, or what normally happens, the normal course of events is he's got he's got to not only be your head coach, but you probably give him the same stuff you gave Ron because he's got his pick of the litter. For some reason, some stupid reason, he is available and willing to accept this post, which frankly is beneath him. He is overqualified for the gig hell yeah, if they'd gotten a quality control assistant to be their OC, the same role that Scott Turner had for three years, then I'd be
2: over the moon. This is Eric Bienemy. What what a coup it is that this team has him. He said something that kind of resonates with me. I think this might actually be part of how I feel. Um, if you're just joining us, the question is, what are you more interested in consuming? What content do you care more about right now when you turn on the radio do you want to hear about the enemy? Do you want to hear about the sale? 800 So the sale is the bigger deal. Again, obviously. As Danny said, from a grandiose standpoint, like that is the rest of the organization's history. That's decades of possibility mm-hmm. versus the enemy who might be here for 10 months or whatever. I wonder if this is part of it, though. What the caller just said makes sense. The sale is going to take place. That's how I feel. It's inevitable. Again, my opinion. It's not happening imminently. It's not happening tomorrow or the next day. There's nothing I can do about it, by the way. I'm just a spectator waiting for word. But we're several months into a process that could take several more weeks, several more months. We're still waiting on some other balls to to hit the ground here. Whereas the B enemy thing is new and it's fresh and it's kind of sudden. And it is an unknown. Like, I have no idea how this is going to work out. Is he going to be a head coach in a year? Is their offense going to be great? Is their offense going to be bad? this is the reverse car wash and he leaves here worse off than he came and, and everyone gets fired in a year and now he's a quarterback's coach somewhere, which would be awful for this guy. Like, th- There's more intrigue to me, I could go down as being wrong, on the enemy as far as the sale goes. I kind of think, well, we don't know all the specifics, who lands the team, when it happens. I'm in camp. It is happening. We know that much. So maybe that's part of why I feel how I feel too. Dave's in Reston. What's up, Dave?
1: Hey, Sue. Thank you for taking my call. Sure, bud. Uh, i got to say, Mr. Bezos, taking over the team is the biggest thing. And here's why I'll tell you why. We've had general managers a lot that have sucked. We've had coaches that have been marginal at best. great OC that we snagged. God bless him, and I wish him all great success. The reason this team has lost its luster and its heritage was Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder's gone, so I'm more excited about Mr. Bezos coming in. And I really wish that our Eric, our offensive coordinator, has the best of luck. He doesn't have a lot to work
2: with right now. Well, he's got some weapons at the receiver position. They got some good nuts and bolts, I think. They got some decent players at running back as well. Uh, he was using like the, the past tense of Dan Snyder is gone and Bezos is here as if something had happened. Not quite yet. Not quite. All we know is Jeff Bezos has hired a firm to do his due diligence. We're hoping that a bid is next. Let's go to Jimmy in Columbia. Hey, Jimmy. Hey boys. Uh, so I, I definitely care about the enemy. Uh, the only reason uh, I, I'm still I'm leaning the ownership way that I care about more. Sorry, that's my daughter crying in the back. Uh, she's, she's gonna miss Dan. Emotional. She's gonna uh, miss she's, Snyder. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's a fax girl. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> she, is. <laughs> she is. She is. That's funny. Um, so the only reason I care at all about the B enemy thing is the timing of the sale. Um, if this was four years ago, I would say, okay, all right. Uh, I hear you dude. Sorry, <laughs> Don't go, man. He's like, oh, this is tough. You think we haven't been there? Been there and done it. I was there this morning. I told you when I came in here, maybe you weren't in. Uh, who did I tell this? My son, oh, Darius, my son was up last night all night. Yeah. That's not like, oh, my son was up a bunch. Uh-huh. He woke up at 30. Mm-hmm. We ended up watching multiple movies on the couch. Mm-hmm. He wanted to go throw the ball in the basement. He thought it was 4 in the afternoon. It was 2 in the morning. 2 in the morning. He, I don't know why. I don't know what happened. He just wasn't tired. He just decided. He, he came into our room. Not uh, today, Dad. At 2 in the morning, and he goes, his normal routine is to cook scrambled eggs with my wife, and then he eats his breakfast. Time to go make eggs. He said, no, 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 Not no, yet. no, No, it's nighttime. We just went to bed. Dad just got to sleep an hour ago. He got home from the Caps game and he finished up the Murdall Murders and he just got in bed about fifty-seven minutes ago. He didn't care about that. We watched Sing Two. We watched Trolls. We watched the special holiday Trolls, uh-huh. and it, it wasn't like look. Oh, I'll I'll be asleep next to you. He's crawling on me. He's, he wants to be tickled. Uh-huh. He was wide awake, wired.
1: We we had those friends who do like you know because our. The first 19 months of my youngest life, he didn't sleep through the night once. Yeah. Think about that.
2: that. I remember those stories from you. They were. You it just was, hear their words. but it it's like, like scared straight, though. Yeah. You know, for I'm <laughs> younger and behind you in life with kids and stuff. And it was like you taking me to jail and yelling at me like. Right.
1: You could be me, man. And everyone's like, oh, I'm sure. But we anyway, we had we had we had these friends of ours. You know, these people that like just make it sound like it's so easy. They go, you know what we did is we bought a traffic light. And when the light's red, he knows that he's not supposed to leave his room. And when it's green, he's we set the timer on it, he's allowed to come out. And we're like, our son would destroy that thing in the first seven seconds
2: and come out anyway. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, he's not, he's like, oh, the rules. He doesn't care about the rules. I want to reshape this a little bit for the people on hold and everyone calling in at 800 636 1067. If the enemy, which is a slam dunk hire, isn't the needle mover that makes you say, I'm looking for the EB content over the sale content. How about this angle then? Is there anything football-wise this offseason that could happen that you would say would be more exciting to you than whatever happens with a sale this offseason? Oh, interesting. Like a quarterback, like Aaron Rodgers a trade or, or something like that. Is there anything that could happen football-wise? Just something wacky, Lamar Jackson or some? Or you're saying football doesn't matter right now. Dan Snyder's gone, potentially. Who cares about the quarterback? Who cares about the coaching staff? They'll come and they'll go ownership. Is it that simple? 800-636-1067 on G&D. You're listening to The Fan.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.